Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the DFS Today podcast for Sports Ethos. I am your host, Keith Cork, and uh, you guys are going to be so happy because you're not going to just hear my voice like you've been hearing the last few weeks. I've actually finally got somebody to join me in the pod for once. Mr. Ramiz uh, is joining us here, and he's a new uh, member of our DFS team. Uh, Ramiz, I'm happy to have you here, man. I'm happy not to just be talking in like a blank space to myself anymore about DFS. Uh, let me just ask, how are you? And give me just a brief intro about uh, yourself and, and you as a basketball fan. Oh, man, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, to be honest, basketball fans, I think I start off kind of similar to how many start off, just liking their hometown team and then eventually growing into the whole like aspect of the NBA and going into detail and depth. And well, now I'm here on the podcast with you talking about <laughs> specific NBA players. Yeah, man. And uh, you said your home team. Who's your home team? That's the Toronto Raptors. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Toronto Raptors. So you're just like uh, Horace over there. Uh, he did. Uh, I know he did recommend you. So uh, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Now, I'm a Bulls guy, as you can tell. Got the Bulls. Yeah. Um, always got the Bulls gear going, but uh, going to be a fun season for for both of our teams, and uh, it's going to be a rough Eastern Conference, man. But yeah. That's sure. not what the people are here for, man. They are here to talk about some DFS. So let's go ahead and get into that nitty gritty. Um, Ramiz, I, there's a couple of games actually on this slate, man. I usually give gates give games that I'm targeting, but in on this slate, there you know, there's a few that I like. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but there's a few games that I'm actually just outright fading. And the top one I have here is the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking at the game total of this game, man, it's like two thirteen and a half, I believe, is what I saw on the uh, you know gambling sites over there. So two thirteen and a half is like you know twenty points less than the the closest game. Uh, I'm just not digging this at all. You know, I, I think you can probably roster some of these stars if you need to, like a safe floor guy in this game, but um, it'll probably be a, a close game. And it is your home team, so this is a good good game <laughs> to ask you about. Um, but I just think that for DFS purposes, you know, the level of output on a 11 game slate, it's just going to be too much lost value because of um, just because of how how low the scoring is going to be. But uh, give me your take, man. It's your it's your Toronto Raptors. Is this going to be a higher scoring affair than a two two thirteen and a half, which is what the line's currently set at. No, for sure. I mean, I was looking at this game and I'm like, the worst thing about the Raptors, right? You don't know who is going to be the one to turn up. Like obviously, right. last game you had Trent scored twenty seven and Siakam had a great game, but for all we know, it could be OG, it could be Fred, and that's why it's always tough to really gauge the Raptors' value. But yeah. the thing about one thing that I know about this game is how the Raptors play defense. So I think one thing you would expect from this game is probably not to go on Embiid and Harden, but maybe the Maxis or the Tobias Harris of the world. And maybe that's the only thing I could really get out of this game. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I, I'm going to agree with you, with you, Ramiz. You know, if you're going to spend some money in this game, I wouldn't spend up and spend a whole lot of money on it. Um, I'd maybe target one of those mid-tier guys like you're talking about or, or a low-tier guy. But I don't really see anyone like you know, 4,000 or less that, that yeah. I'm really into in this game. But uh, I do like, you know, if you're talking about this game, though, OG and Anobi, that's a guy that would be willing to take a swing at at 5,800. Um, but again, I, I'm probably just going to just totally fade this game. Another game I'm totally going to fade on this on this uh, slate is the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. And the reason for that being, um, which is going to surprise some people, by the way, because I've been heavy on the Jazz the last uh, maybe three games that they've played um, because they've played, you know, opponents that have been kind of spicy uh for dfs for sure, but this for sure. yeah but this one is you know nuggets and jazz i mean 
the lines currently set at about eight and a half points. And when you see a line start climbing, you know, eight and a half, nine, ten points, it's like there's potential here for a blowout. And I just feel like you're going to get a game, like maybe three quarters out of these Denver Nuggets starters. And then it's just going to be out of hand. And I know the Jazz have been like on fire and playing really well. But I don't know. Are you buying into the Jazz this early in the season or do you think it's kind of a fluke? I just think it's kind of a temporary thing, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, this game is really hard to gauge. I mean, similar to what I said about the Raptors, I mean, Laurie Markin is the only bright spot you would look at, but, like, is he really worth the value that he's priced at? Yeah. I mean, you're better off just really investing into any other games, right? Yeah, and it's an 11-game slate, so that's a good point. You know, it's a huge game, huge amount of games, and so, you know, we don't need to talk, we don't need to go to games that we don't feel comfortable about. Honestly, like this, so that's really good, gen, you know, general advice for you guys out there. Um, but you know, I, everyone knows I've been hard on Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, <laughs> on, on top of him yeah. for DFS purposes for the last like three games, and uh, this guy can't stay out of foul trouble, man. I think I gotta start. That's only downfall, man. man. Yeah, I know. He's just he's been he started off so hot in the last game, and uh, and just it just foul trouble. But they also upped his pricing uh, from what was it forty eight hundred? I think it was last game. Let me see. Yeah, uh, fifty six hundred. Yeah, now it's 5,600, oh, so yeah. so not going to him again. Uh, I'm fading <laughs> that game entirely, so so those are the games I'm not going to be. So, that, so that's kind of oh. narrows it down to nine games. I think us. we should give a shout-out to Bones Highland, though, oh, because yeah. what I've realized is Jamal Murray is on a minutes restriction, so which mm. is only allowing more minutes for Bones Highland, especially a game like this where chances are Nuggets may get a blowout, and that's offering yeah. even more minutes for Bones Highland, and I think he's priced at 4,100. Yeah. So that is the only bright spot that I really saw from the Nuggets side, but other than that, I think you're good just – investing your money somewhere else yeah and, and you can take some stabs at bones i mean that's absolutely fine he's a four forty one hundred, so it gets to get 6x value there he only needs about 25 dk points and you can definitely get that man if he gets up you know that 25 20 25 minute mark somewhere in there maybe 22 23 um he could hit that for you so that's a good call man uh definitely that's that's a guy you could take some stabs at. i think in general like the beginning of the season is always so tough to predict yeah <laughs> i mean like you said it yourself the jazz has surprised us so many times yeah, and more more data points, obviously, you know, when we're talking about um, about stats and stuff like that, more data points is always better. Yeah. Um, there is a few injury news things I want to watch and just give you guys, you know, a heads up on. Again, this show is meant to serve as kind of like a primer. Um, you guys definitely need to stay on top of the news as it comes up to the lineup block. And I'm hoping, 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 fingers crossed, as we grow out this team again, that um, we're going to be able to get those live lock shows game going up again for you guys. So, you know, about an hour before lock, we'll get on and just talk about our favorite plays and just kind of follow the news news and help you guys, um, you know, adjust your lineups from there. Um, but until that happens, this is this this show just serves as a primer and you just have to stay on top of yourself. But uh, some stuff I'm looking at, Ramiz, I'm looking at the, uh, the Pelicans, obviously. Um, you know, you've got Zion. He's questionable. You've got Herb Jones questionable. Uh, I'm of the mindset that Zion sits just because this is a guy – that has a history of, of sitting rather than not yeah. playing through injuries. Uh, Herb Jones, I'm not, I'm not sure. That's kind of a 50-50 for me. We've also got McCollum, though, is also questionable with a uh, finger injury that he got in his last game. So, you know, obviously we need to stay on top of that. I love McCollum in this game. If he suits up, um, he'd probably be a lock for me because there's if there's gonna, not going to be any Zion Williamson, there's not going to be any Brandon Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram's going to miss some time here. So uh, I love McCollum, but if he does sit – and all these guys are sitting, then, you know, you have to look at Jonas Valanciunas. You have to look at Trey Murphy. So uh, got to stay on top of that. Any other guys you might throw out there, Ramiz, on that team that I'm missing that uh, would gain some value with all the top dogs sitting? 
No, I think you got hit a spot on, mainly because of how the Suns are kind of structured. You know, yeah. they're not going to easy team where you're going to get points. So, like, the yeah. Trey Murphys, the Herb Jones, I don't know how much of an advantage they really gain, especially with all those guys sitting. And that's why I, I want to lean towards CJ, in my opinion, because all the attention is going to be given to him. If there yeah. was a shot, I think you mentioned him, it was Jonas Valanciunas, mainly because the Suns don't have a matchup for that. And obviously, DeAndre Aiden is there, but... There's gonna be times where he's going to be going against their backup center, which is with Jack Lawndale. Mm. So, I think Jonas Valanciunas could definitely feed off in that game. Yeah, uh, no, it is a tough matchup, absolutely, and I think that'll keep a lot of people off of McCollum. So that actually um, increases my interest in him. And uh, you know, you, you make a good point, though. I mean, he could absolutely you know struggle in this game. Uh, got 20 shots up in the last one uh, against Dallas with kind of the same roster lineup here. Uh, missed a whole bunch of shots, only shot 30%. He was one of five from beyond the arc. So there's definitely room for improvement on those numbers. Um, I think he ends up a little bit better than that, at least. And he also threw dished out 11 assists um, in that game. So uh, just a double-double potential. And I think he has potential to, to put up, you know, hopefully, I would think, 20 to 25 points uh, in real life, which is a pretty good value there at 8,600 compared to other people around that price mark. So, uh, you know, I, I do have some interest if he does suit up again. If he doesn't, then I think Jet Jonas Valanciunas might be, I wouldn't call him a lock, but he's going to be something, somebody that I'm heavily considering. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other one that I want to point out here, and I might might miss some, so feel free to throw some out if you did see any, but I've got also Zach Levine uh, of my Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I might miss this game with uh, some knee injury management, oh, which is... Yeah. Yeah, which is just, you know, it's 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 kind of a regular at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're playing the Spurs, so I wouldn't be surprised if he sat. You know, they're not going to need Zach Levine to win this game. Um, the Spurs aren't a very good basketball team. So, um, you know, if he does end up sitting, uh, some guys I'll gravitate towards. I mean, obviously, you've got DeMar DeRozan. He's, like, in the high 8,000s. Um, he's not going to be, like – he's not a guy that I'm going to have a lot of, but I might have a few stabs at him. Um, Caruso and Io Desumu are probably oh, the two guys 100%. That, yeah, that I'd really gravitate towards. And those guys are really inexpensive. I was actually looking at Caruso because I think he's like 5200 Um And he's he's really, I mean, that's an attractive price. I think Caruso him. dropped, actually. Yeah. When I checked, he was 4300 yeah, yeah, no. Oh, uh, Desumu was the one that I was talking about. He's fifty five hundred. Um, I misspoke there. My bad. But um, but no, he's a Desumu's a guy that I probably have the most interest in, and then Caruso followed by that. Caruso is like a better real life player than he is a DFS player. That's the only reason. Um, Caruso is yeah forty three hundred. Yeah, you're correct. So, um, but both of those guys I'd have some interest in for sure. So, so keep your eye on the Zach Levine news, and that's really the only injury news that I like. I'm aware of at this time that we have to stay on top of. There's some other minor guys, but is it? I, I think you actually missed the one major one. Yeah, go for and it. And that is the Portland Trailblazers missing their starting point guard for yeah. one to two weeks. Yeah, let's let's get into that because that is um that is a game that I actually have a lot of uh, interest in here. So let's just hop right into the games that I'm actually interested in. Uh, and you mentioned it, Portland that you know Portland Houston, um, two teams that aren't going to play a whole heck of a lot of uh, defense in you know. They're going to score a lot of points, you would think. <laughs> so um, I think the guy that I have the most interest in this game, though, Ramiz, is actually Shaden Sharp at 4,400. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I know a lot, I of people like are, a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Anthony Simons. You know, when you're playing DFS, one of the things you have to think about, obviously, is ownership. And with Anthony Simons, I feel like his ownership is just going to be sky high. 7,100, I think, is a fair price. 
it's not something that, that like has me salivating. Um, he's really, really dependent on his shot falling, and he's really just like a one-category producer. So um, I actually have interest in Shaden Sharp at 4,400 because he just has a you know, much lower barrier to hit that 5x, 6x value for you. And um, while I'm pulling up his numbers here, why don't you tell me your thoughts there on, on that whole situation with uh, uh, Dame out and, you know, Anthony Simons and all that? I actually really like your pick, but I actually went with the obvious one, which was Anthony right. Simons, mainly because of kind of what I saw last year when Dame wasn't playing and how Anthony Simons take, took over. Because, like, even now, like, he was kind of struggling, and it maybe was him trying to adjust that role of, being that CJ McCollum as player that was alongside Dean. Mm-hmm. And I what I really like about Dame not playing is that Fernie Simmons and Nurkish pick and rolls. Pick and rolls yeah. after pick and rolls, which would open a lot for not only and Fernie Simmons possibly being really a really good game. And like you said, Houston's not gonna defend anything. They're gonna probably look to have some highlights and call it a day. <laughs> so uh, that's why I really had and Fernie Simmons, I think Yusuf Nurkic should get a shot as well. Because yeah. uh, if you honestly look at the I believe the Rockets they don't have Bruno Fernando, and off Perrin Sengen is questionable. And obviously, these are two centers who aren't the best, but they're still they're two quality centers on that team. So if anything, Yusuf Nurkic has a great chance to just eat up all boards, get some easy buckets. Yeah, I think um, you know Nurkic is is definitely in play there too. Uh, that's a good point. I don't have him on my list, but he is somebody that you could probably go to. Um, I mean, this is going to be a bloodbath. I, the one thing I'm hoping is that the Houston Rockets, you know, I hope it's a competitive game. Uh, and I can see Portland even getting blown out here because they don't have Dame yeah. too. So it's kind of hard to judge how it's going to go that way. So that's always a, a risk you, you take. But uh, hopefully this stays competitive. But going back to Shaden Sharp here, um, last game, you know, obviously Dame had to leave. Uh, and then Shaden Sharp actually ended up playing his most minutes of the season, 21 minutes. Uh, got up 12 shots, which is twice as many as he has in any other game in the season. Um, didn't shoot it particularly well. Shot at about 42%, two of five from three, which is really good. Um, but he put up 27 DK points at 4,400, which is his salary on DK. He only needs to hit 26.5 DK points to you know put up 6x value for you. So um, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving me some Shaden Sharp. I think you know he's gonna look. He's gonna get maybe 23, 24, 25 minutes in this one. I think that's definitely possible. And if it ends up being a blowout either way then that's just, again, going to be more minutes for him, I think. So um, so I'm really I'm, – I'm all over Shaden Sharp. He's actually about as close to a lock as you can get without actually locking him in for me. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Anthony Simons. I can't blame you if you do. Uh, it's a smart choice. If you're playing cash, I think that's obviously a very smart choice. If you're playing GPPs, that's where uh, I usually play, and that's where I'm probably like, eh, I don't know, 7100s fair. Shane Sharp also is really versatile, so that's why I really like that pick because you could definitely see him start the game yeah. and kind of grab to two, maybe small forward or even point guard. Yeah. So that's definitely a good show. He is uh, he's he's an interesting fella. Um, I'm also getting some interest in Kevin Porter Jr. at 7600 on the other side of the ball. Remember, if you do end up stacking. A bunch of like Portland Trailblazers. You don't. You're gonna want to run it back with one of these uh, Houston Rockets players. So we always want to give you guys, you know, some some people on both sides of the ball when we can. Um, but I do like Kevin Porter Jr. 7600. Uh, you know, Dame's out. It's gonna be a little bit of wonky rotations on on that backcourt. So maybe that affects their defense a little bit. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has just been on fire the start of the season. He's really putting up some some fantastic numbers. Um, I think he's got a really high ceiling actually because he's just one of those guys that like can just pop off any any given night. So 7600 for Kevin Porter Jr. He's not like a lock for me, but I do have some interest in interest in him. And then another rocket I'm gonna throw out there, uh, Ramiz is is Eric Gordon at 4600. I was on him last time uh they played and nobody else was and it won me some money so 
I'm going back to it, man. This is a guy that can put up, you know, 30 real life points. Um, he is really depending on his shot falling. So he's a very yeah. boomer bust player. Um, so he's more of a GPP play than a, than a cash play, definitely. But uh, I'll have some stabs at Eric Gordon. Any other guys you like in the, in this game? Uh, honestly, I, I went with Jalen Green. Because mm-hmm. I think I, uh, cause he's been off to a great start, too, offensively. And I don't know if it's this fire of this, you know, not getting considered for rookie of the year, but he's been absolutely shooting lights out, coming out with some new moves. And and I don't think Portland could be able to play top-notch defense. And I think this is where Jalen Green is going to take advantage. I do like the Kevin Porter pick, but I am questioning his fact that he he's questionable for tomorrow due to a white quad contusion. Yeah. But due to that fact, there's a chance that he might not play and get, that's more shots for Jalen Green. Yeah, if he doesn't play, yeah, I like your call there, Jalen Green. So definitely keep an eye on that injury news. That's uh, another one we should definitely keep an eye on. Uh, okay, moving on to another game here. I've got the um, another game that I really like, Ramiz, is the Orlando Magic and the Charlotte Hornets. And the reason I like this game a whole lot is because Terry Rozier is going to be out, so you've got some some value on the Charlotte side, as we've had for the last three games, two or three games. And on the Orlando side, I just love, I absolutely love, 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 love the pricing here for Paolo Bencaro compared to mm, everyone else on the slate. Monster. Yeah, he's just been beasting, man. He's been a lot of fun to watch. If you guys haven't watched the highlights or, or watched an Orlando Magic game, you guys should for sure. I've got that league pass. I'm, I'm on as many games as I can. But um, but Paolo Bencaro, 7,800. If you just look at the other guys in his price range, I mean, no one really compares uh, to his output DK points so far this season. I mean, can he put up a dud? He is a rookie, of course. That's always a, a possibility. Um, but I'm, I'm locking him in. I'm going to have him in probably like 75% of my lineups just because of, of this this matchup and the fact that he's been so good to start this season. I mean, the Charlotte Hornets are just bad. Uh, defense, they're just terrible. So uh, so uh, I really like this matchup, man. So uh, talk me out of Paolo Bencaro or, or tell me I'm good. I don't know. What, what, how do you no, I think you I think you guys bought on. I was looking at Paolo, too, and I was like, maybe that he can't run it back, but there's a good chance. Against Charlotte, that he definitely will. Uh, but honestly, I think that's the only best pick you're gonna go with, because uh, this I don't know. This team is just interesting because they're definitely on the tank for Victor Wimiano road right now. So they're 0-5, but this is their second home game. So you know, maybe Terrence Ross comes out, lights out. You know, going hitting his what six threes. <laughs> you just never know with this team. I like I like the Orlando Magic, man. I think they're a lot of fun, but yeah, they're not going to win a whole lot of basketball games. I like bad teams, so what can I say? <laughs> um, I guess that's what why I'm a DFS player. Um, no, but I mean, you know, obviously we've also got on that side of the ball, we've got Cole Anthony uh, out, we've got Jalen Suggs mm-hmm. out, we've got Markel Fultz out. I think a lot of people are going to maybe gravitate towards like an RJ Hampton type or something like that. RJ Hampton's at 5200 though, guys. I don't think I can go there. Um, RJ Hampton didn't even. That's a lot game. for him. Yeah, he didn't even get into the game. I mean, um, Caleb Houston got in the game before him. If you guys want to take a stab at one of these cheap guards, I, I don't even want Caleb Houston, but I would maybe even go to him before RJ just because of the pricing. But I'm not going to play any of them, so I, I'm just staying away. But uh, but I do like to run a back, man. But the real reason I like this game is because uh, on the other side of the ball, again, no Terry Rozier. Um, we've got, again, safe value here in Gordon Hayward. He's going to probably hit, you know, 5 to 6x value at 6,700 here, uh, which, you know, isn't that crazy to think of. I mean, um, <laughs> he put up 38.25 DK points in the last game. Uh, the game before that had kind of a down game, didn't play so hot, 23.75. But the game before that, 42.5 DK points. So um, as long as he's standing up, man, and, like, not injured, Gordon Hayward's a baller. So, I, you know, I, and it's another guy that – 
um, doesn't just produce points. He also get, grabs boards. He dishes some assists. So yeah, really versatile. Um, yeah, so he's got a nice stat set, you know, for the DFS to to make him a little bit safer. So um, as a guy to like fill out your roster. And since I'm playing so much Boncaro, I'm probably going to have some Gordon Hayward. Like, maybe 50% of my lives will have Gordon Hayward in it. So, um, I do like that one. And then there's one more on the tra- side of the ball that I like. Uh, oh, of course, Dennis Smith Jr. Um, yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah 6,300. Still not expensive enough for me to go away. And on the other side of the ball, we just mentioned it. Um, none of those defenders in that backcourt are going to be there. No no faults, no sugs. Uh, this team's just just decimated right now in the backcourt. No Cole Anthony. So, uh, you know, can uh, DSJ school RJ Hampton? Yeah, uh, he absolutely can. So <laughs> so I don't mind going with uh, some DSJ at 6,302. Uh, not a guy that I'm going to lock in a lot, a lot of lineups, but I'll have some some shares of him. So. I think um, you hit a spot on, because that's, that's what I was thinking about this game, right? I was like, what? you got to think about the players who have something to play for. And Desmond Jr. is playing for a contract. Yeah. So this is his time to show out when there's no Lamelo, there's no Terry Wazir, who's going to show up, and it should be Dennis Smith Jr. I also I I thought Theo Theo Maladin at 3500 mm. has some good potential to it because in the out chance that Dennis Smith Jr. doesn't perform, who is a backup point guard who may thrive, Theo Maladin. Yeah, that's a good point, man. And I've liked him uh, for a while now, even when when he's with the Thunder. I can't believe they let him go, but um, let me see, 3500 for Theo Maladin. I'm trying to look at his game log here. Because the last game, I know he had a pretty decent one. Yeah, he shot. I mean, he's not going to shoot 86%. That's not going to happen. But Yeah, probably uh, not. But in 16 minutes, they'll put up 23 and a half DK points. You know, that's that's eye-popping. So it's a good call, man. I got. I might have to add him. I'm adding him right now. Uh, <laughs> I think the Thunder have to make space for their, their first-round picks that they keep on getting. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, so I've got one more uh, game that I like here, and it's not as much as the other ones. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I actually have two more games here that I like. So this one, um, I like the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics. Mm, that's I, an interesting one. Yeah, I like – I think it's going to be a, a fun game, a competitive game. So another thing for DFS is you want to look at games that are going to be uh, competitive, right? So it's going to be neck and neck the whole way. That's good for you if you're spending up on guys. So um, I think this is going to be a game like that, and that's why I loved it. Donovan Mitchell here at 9,200. Um, again, you know, as I'm scrolling through these names in the nine to 10,000 range, uh, he's just a guy that, that pops out to me. That's going to, you know, have, you know, all these guys might score 50 to 60 DK points, but he's like a little bit cheaper than all the other ones. So, um, so he pops out to me for sure. I'm not going to like lock him in. Um, I also like set Jetty Osmond. Uh, at 4,900, he's had back-to-back, I think, 30, about 30 DK point games, and he's only priced at 4,900. So, you know, that's 6X value right there. And without uh, Darius Garland in this game, you know, he's going to get – he's been getting 30-plus minutes. And if yeah. that's going to happen again um, – and I will preface this by saying he burned me plenty of times in the last, like, four seasons <laughs> because this guy is pretty boomer bust. Like, he might yeah. have just a total clunker. Um, but no, 4,900 for Jetty Osmond. I've got some interest there as well. But the guy I want to lock in this game, the guy I really have interest in and the, why I want to highlight this game is Noah Vonley. And I love this play, man. This is going to be a lock for me. I'm going to have him in most of my lineups because he uh, – we have no um, Grant Williams in this game. Grant Williams has been suspended. Oh, that's a good show. This is really ridiculous, by the way. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. It's, oh, yeah. He didn't didn't deserve to be, <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, uh, Noah Vonley, you know, he's a guy that in the past has put up pretty good uh, DFS and, and you know daily fantasy numbers. 
uh, when he's been given minutes. And just so far this season, you know, he just hasn't gotten a whole lot of minutes. He's at 20, 14, 14, 12. But one thing I've noticed in watching some of these Celtics games, uh, Remy's, is, you know, when they were playing against bigs that they need like a big body throughout there, specifically I was watching them play against the 76ers and Joel Embiid. I was curious to see how they would handle that without having uh, Robert Williams. And they threw Noah Vonley out there, man. Uh, that was the first game of the season. That's his highest minute total of the season. He had 20 minutes in that game. And here they get a, uh, a game against, you know, guys like Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Not necessarily offensive dynamos, but they're going to need some big bodies to bang on the court. Yeah, for so, sure. So uh, I think Vonley can can get to that 20-minute mark again. And if he does, at 3400 3, is his salary. All he needs is uh, not very many DK points. Sorry, I was, wasn't quick enough with the math that time. But uh, all he needs is about 20 uh, DK points to hit that 6x value for you guys. And I don't think that's out of the, outside the realm of possibility. I think his ownership is going to be pretty low, um, I would hope. So uh, what are your feelings there on that, Remy's? I think Noah Vonley is a good show. But I might – I got a pick, and I might get tomatoes thrown at me. But <laughs> <laughs> I got everyone more. Evan Mobley at 6,100, and I think he has a chance to be a really good pick, mainly because of how the Celtics are structured, how their offense is played. I'm expecting some small ball to be played, especially when you have Horford on the court, who's going to space the floor. Jared Allen might not be keeping up, and there's a chance that Evan Mobley gets more PT because of the way he can guard these perimeter-ass players. And I just think he's due to have a good game because if you look at his game log, he's only had one block in his past four games as high as and we're talking about a guy who people consider a future defensive player of the year. And I mean, like, he's trying to get back into groove, but, like, still, he the most, he's only gotten two steals at his max so far in these past four games. Now, of course, it's only been four games, but he can definitely perform better. I mean, there's a reason we look at this Cleveland team and say, Dad, watch out for this team, because we know the potential of Evan Mobley as a defensive player. And I think he hasn't shown it yet, and if there's a perfect time to show it, it's against one of the top dogs in the East. I like it, man. You got to take stands. You got to take risks. That's, a, that's the way you win DFS, man. So I love it, man. Um, got to pause here, though, guys. I want to tell you guys a little bit about uh, my buddy here because you're listening to us right now on this pod. This is a free pod. Everyone gets access to this. But if you want the real deal, we've got our guy, uh, and I hope I'm saying his name right. I got to practice this, but I think it's it's Giancarlo or Giancarlo uh, is actually preparing right now the DFS delivery uh, for tomorrow's game. So if you guys want his picks, you got to sign up for our DFS pass. Go to our website, sportsethos.com. Hit up that DFS pass. It's only $4.99 a month. You, it's really, really cheap. It, it's so much value for you guys. It's going to go It's gonna go up in price, so you could better grab it now. Uh, just insane value right now. But uh, I just posted all those winners, winners we had on Twitter. So if you guys want those, go get that DFS pass. Or better yet, go get the Ethos 360 uh, subscription, which includes the DFS pass, wager pass. And the Fantasy Pass, which gets you, obviously, the Brewski 150 uh, for the fantasy people out there. Uh, I play season-long fantasy. I'm in 28 different leagues, Remy's, which is absolutely insane of me. But there you go. Uh, I, I definitely utilize that Fantasy Pass. So everyone should go grab it, man. Um, but I, there's one more game I wanted to kind of hit here. Um, I've got a couple guys here. I, I'm not necessarily targeting this game. There's, uh, let me just put it this way. i got a couple of guys I like in this game. Um, Atlanta, Hawks, and Detroit, I think it's going to be a good one, too. Uh, I like Detroit, man. I think they, they got some fight in them. I think they like to keep things close. So I actually like John Collins at 7,000. 
just compared just compared to other mm. people in that price range. I just he has stood out to me as somebody that could hit value. Uh, not going to have a, a whole lot of shares of these guys. Probably just you know maybe out of 20 lineups, I'll have like two or three with these guys in it. Uh, so John Collins at 7,000. I also like Nyeka and Kangwu at 3,900. I'm going to keep keep suggesting this guy until he finally has that game where you know Capella gets injured or Capella has yeah. four fouls and and he plays 25 that, minutes. That's He's coming. Crush this. It's yeah. coming for sure. And he's going to crush this, man. He's going to crush. 3,900 is just so ridiculously cheap. So I just can't stay away from it. I got to have a few shares of them. Um, but yeah, this this uh, Hawks Detroit game. Any interest in this one at all, or do you think we should just move on? I think this is where I said I think I believe Trey Young is an amazing pick. Okay. Because I just think Trey Young, like uh, for 9,800, I mean, he, the stats he's putting up, I haven't been the best, but you can still see he's dropping. What, 50 fantasy points per game, mm-hmm. even though he's shooting inefficiently. And the last game they faced Detroit, so maybe it might be a rinse and repeat type of situation where he does the same stuff. But I think he's do he's gonna have a, an amazing game once again. And uh, Detroit doesn't have their defensive players. You know, Jaden Ivy might not even play, and who's probably their best defensive guard. And uh, I just think Trey Young could just really change the whole offense. So your point, I, uh, I mean, I. I'm always I I feel like I'm like a Trey Young hanger hater so uh, I just never what? have him but I know I know he's a fun guy to watch like don't get me wrong I don't know I just something about him man just rubs me the wrong way so I don't know uh, but no it's a good call I think you know I think you can definitely have some Trey Young here um, any other guys that you're like super high on or games that you're super high on Ramiz because I have about four other guys uh, I actually already talked about them so I have three other guys that I'm kind of high on here on this slate. Um, but I want to give you a chance to give yours first. Uh, I, I mean, I want to give a shout out to perhaps I, this is a risky pick as well, but Johnny Davis. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying is because uh, Monty Morris is starting, but DeLon Rice injured, who's their backup yeah. point guard usually. And then doesn't leave a lot of much guard play. So I can maybe Johnny Davis might come out, you know, for 3,000, which is the lowest if I can get to maybe come out and uh, have a great game. I actually, you know, that's a good point, I, and I, I totally skipped over that. I actually do have the Pacers and Washington on here as another game that, you know, you can probably target here. All those Washington guys, though, I was looking at them, uh, and I I'm, I'm, I like your Johnny Davis call, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm talking about, like, the big guys, like John, uh, Bradley Beal, Kuzma, um, and Porzingis. They're all, like, priced up to, like, seven to 8000 and I think Beal's, like, 8400 or something like that. And they're just, like – it feels like they're just eating into each other's value with those salaries. I just don't – I feel like of those three, I think Kuzma is the one guy that I was like, uh, maybe I could roster him. Maybe – I don't know. Maybe. I think he's, I think he's the cheapest one of them. But um, So I'm not really like – I can't get a lot of the Washington guys. But one guy I I have a lot of interest in here, and I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it because he's actually <laughs> bolded on my screen here. So he should be near, <laughs> very nearly a lock. Um, but I suggested him last time. I'm going to suggest him again. Jalen Smith, 5,900. Uh, guy, guy won, yeah, guy won me some money last time. I think this is a again a good going to be a good matchup between the Pacers and the Wizards. These are both kind of very uh, mid teams, I guess I could call them. Uh, the Pacers are pretty bad, so like don't get me wrong, the Wizards are probably going to win, but uh, but I think it's going to be close. You know, the Pacers have kept kept the games pretty close this season, even against the, my Bulls, they did pretty pretty well at keeping it close. Um, but Jalen Smith, you know, he, he I was watching actually, obviously they played the Bulls last game, and I was watching, and he only had like two points and a rebound by halftime. And then they ended up with 33.5 TK points. Cause like he had like four blocks and like 12, uh, 13 points and like eight rebounds, nine rebounds. And it was just insanity. Uh, if he would have gotten one more rebound, he would have like won me way more money. But 
Um, but yeah, this guy, he can put up stats in a hurry. And even though Miles Turner's back, um, I don't think that eats into Jalen Smith's opportunity at all. I think, you know, especially in the offensive end, uh, Miles Turner isn't exactly like a guy that's going to put up, you know, 30 shots or something like that. So Jalen Smith, I think, is a safe uh, a safe guy here. Uh, and I'm going to have him a lot of lineups at 5,900 because all he has to do is get about um, 35 or 36 somewhere in there, DK points, to really smash this. And uh, that's well within the, the realm of possibility. Um, but I've also got some interest here, uh, Ramiz, in Benedict Matherin at 6,100. Um, another rookie that's just been absolutely crushing it, man. And, I, you know, this Washington team – uh, a lot of people like to say they're improved on defensive end. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not seeing it that much. I mean, I think they're they're maybe mildly approved uh, on the defensive end. I'm just not really in on this Wizards team. So I think it's a good matchup for this this uh, Pacers squad. So uh, Matherin at 6100 is in my player pool too. Uh, any other guys you like in this game? I just wanted to ask you how you feel about Tyrus Halliburton. I mean, he's off to a great start for the season, and at 8300, I mean, is he yeah. really good value for that? Um, I think if I land, like if I end up making a lineup where I can fit him in, yeah, I mean, I'm always down to, to have Halliburton because he's just got so much usage coming his way on that Pacers squad. Um, you know, there's just, he's he's gotten up of like, I can't remember That's his averages. That's His usage rate is high. Yeah, I, I can't remember his averages, but it's like, it's got to be close to 20 and 10, which is what he claimed he wanted to average. You hit a spot on, it's like 23 and 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Um, so, you know, he's going to get somewhere around there. I think at 8,300, it's probably going to be something where it's like, he's not going to be the best guy in that 8,000 to 8,500 range, mm-hmm. uh, as far as in terms of like getting you, giving you value per dollar. But, um, I absolutely think that he's a safe guy to play. So if you're playing cash and you land on him, yeah, I, I think that's absolutely fine. I think this is a good game for him too. So, um, but yeah, and obviously, like you said, the backup point guards out, so that helps too. So. Um, for the Wizards. Uh, okay, so a few other guys I do like here. We're running up against the, the clock here a little bit. Um, I do have some interest in Giannis at 12-1. I'm not going to have him in a ton of lineups, probably just a, a few of them. Uh, I, it's, I'm pretty much – I wouldn't – I'm fading that Denver game, so I'm you know, not going to play any Jokic, which is kind of crazy since I was so, like, on top of them uh, the previous games. But uh, not going to play any Jokic, but I do have some interest in Giannis at 12-1. I've got some interest in LBJ, LeBron James at 10-3. So those are the two spend-up guys. If I end up, you know, finding a lot of value guys uh, towards the end as this injury news breaks, those are the, probably the guys I'll gravitate towards uh, to spend up on. And then I've got some interest also in Josh Richardson at 5,400. Uh, obviously, Primo's out. Um, who am I so. here? Yeah, Devin Vassell's out. Uh, last time it happened, last game, he went off. 5400s a mild uh, increase on his salary. Um, I was all over him. Everybody was all over him in the last slate. Um, he was like 47% no into my GPPs. So um, <laughs> I think he's going to be close to there again. So it's, that's why I'm not like necessarily locking him in, but I will have a few shares of him. So any of the guys that we didn't hit here, uh, Ramiz, that you have interest in? Uh, I just want to – I was thinking about this Lakers-Wolves game, right? And I was thinking – how, this this is an interesting game because you really have no idea how it's going to go because the Wolves have kind of been struggling, but the Lakers, I mean, it's right up, I mean I'm looking at this right now. It's LeBron's questionable, AD's questionable, and mm-hmm. Russ's questionable. And I, I kind of like Austin Reeves at 3,800 because I think if one of those guys are not playing, I think a lot of responsibility goes on Austin Reeves. And I obviously, it's, this is a crazy pick, but I, I don't know. I, I can see Austin Reeves really taking advantage of that opportunity and really thriving that type of position. Yeah, I think uh, he did start last game when when Russell Westbrook was out. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad call, man. I think um, 
a lot of people, myself included, were on Lonnie Walker in that last game, and he had a decent game. I think he had 25 DK points in that last one. Um, you know, he he hit about what he needed to to be okay, be an okay pick. He wasn't like a, a fantastic pick. Um, I thought the opportunity was really there for him, but now his salary's increased to the point where his salary is pretty high yeah, for him. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't roster him anymore. So um, if I was going to roster one of those guards over there in LA, it'd probably be Austin Reeves. So I, I like that call. Um, but let me tell you guys a little bit about this yeah, this uh, fantasy site that we've been using called Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for pl- player props. Uh, with Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. It's over $200,000 guaranteed in pre- prizes weekly, guys, so go get, get your share of that. Uh, when you do sign up, though, all we ask is that you use promo code ETHOS when you sign up, and you receive a 100% deposit match bonus up to $250. Uh, go do that, man. Thrive Fantasy is, is awesome. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, I had an opportunity to look at some of these tournament plays, Remy's. I don't know. If, did you have a chance to look at these uh, yet or no? Uh, sorry, I didn't get a chance to look at those yet. No, it's it's all good, man. I've got three of them here. Um, I don't. There's some slates where I'm like, oh man, I like four or five of these, and there's some where I'm like, oh, I like two or three. This is one where I like, oh, I like two or three. So, you know, I'm not like really into these. These are again our tournament plays uh, over there on Thrive Fantasy. So I like Donovan Mitchell over four and a half assists. Uh, and that's going to get you 80 points. Um, you know, again, I've mentioned that before. It's going to be a competitive game between the Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics. Um, I think that Don- Donovan Mitchell without Darius Garland in the in the lineup is going to do just fine, getting over four and a half uh, assists. Uh, not going to get you a whole bunch of points, but I think that's a lock for me. Uh, Jalen Brunson under 18 and a half points. That's under 18 and a half points. Um, just a guy, you know, he's ends up between in the 16 to 18 point realm and that's kind of like where he's comfortable and you're getting plus odds here at uh, you're getting 110 points if he goes under and they've got a tough matchup here against the milwaukee bucks that uh, play pretty good defense obviously in general uh he's got drew holiday over there and they've got uh, Giannis. so uh jalen brunson under 18.5 points at plus money go ahead and give me that and the last one i'm going to hand out to you guys here is nikola Jokic. Under 34 and a half points rebound or points and assists. Sorry, points and assists. Not points. If it was points rebounds, <laughs> assists, that'd be insane. No, under 34 and a half points and assists. Um, that's 100 points. So they're basically giving you 50 50 odds here. Again, I mentioned it before. This is the highest spread on the slate. Uh, and I'm sniffing a blowout here. I think it's going to be a blowout. Beat him in DFS. Maybe it kills me. Maybe it bites me. Maybe it ends up. Maybe it's going to be a close game. And he's going to have like 50 points. Who knows? Um, but I think he's going to go under here. I think it's, they're going to safely take care of the uh whoever the heck they're playing <laughs> yeah, i've already lost it uh but yeah uh that's it that's the one um let me see here who's never playing they're playing the, the utah jazz, utah jazz. jazz. oh yeah. yeah i think they're gonna block the jazz so um so i'm going under there and that's my uh my last play play but hey ramiz we got through it man that's our first one together it's been a lot of fun man um if you guys aren't following ramiz i'm actually gonna let you just say it yourself man uh you should go follow him on twitter ramiz what's your uh your handle on twitter uh, so my handle on, twi- handle on Twitter is too nice. So it's T O zero underscore N I C E underscore. Yep, go follow him there, and uh, also follow me, guys. I'm at B S B P Keith at B S B P Keith, and uh, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Uh, we are gonna have another show for you tomorrow. I uh, think someone's hopping out with me again. Is it you, Ramiz? Are you I hopping out with me again? Back to back? Yep. Okay. Let's do it, man. Let's go. We have good chemistry, so I'm, I'm all for it, man. Um, 
yeah, Ramiz will be on again tomorrow, uh, you know, and so we'll be together again. And we've got Gun- gosh, Giancarlo, Giancarlo, I hope I'm saying it right. I'm sorry, man. I'm about to <laughs> clarify that before we come out again. But we've got him again doing the deep best delivery. So same same squad. We're going to win you guys a lot of money. Um, so tune in. Uh, give us a review, all that good stuff. But until next time, guys, go get that money. <laughs>